is up, fanboys and fangirls. It's time. Ah, the Last of Us. See, I guess not part one. This but is season the, one. This is the Last of Us. This is the last of us talking about the Last of Us. Yes. For yes. a little, for a little while. For a couple years. A little yeah. while at least. Till Brett plays. I mean, uh, Tyler plays Last of Us Part Two. Well, you think when I'm emotionally Tyler like, will prepared. play that before I play part one? Yes. Yes. 100%. <laughs> He's going to play that before you even pick up control again. Well, I have the, you know, I've, I've seen the show now, so I can, you know, safely say that I understand the story in its mm-hmm. entirety and completely. I don't even need to play the game. It's not a different experience at all, right? I wouldn't go there. <laughs> Personally. <laughs> Okay, okay, well, that's fair. Well, yeah, so we are here tonight to talk about the season finale of The Last of Us. Um, see, episode eight, uh, Look for the Light. Is this eight or nine? This is nine. eight. Nine? Yeah, I think it's nine. It is nine. I can never get these episode numbers It's episode right. five. <laughs> it's episode five, dash four. Look for the light. Um... <laughs> Off to a hot start this fine evening. Oh man, March thirteenth. But I but we'll also take some time to recap like the whole season. We'll do a little season <laughs> review as well. But fortunately, we have been to. talking about this. Um, <laughs> pretty sure it's five. Uh, you know, week week to week. So we won't have we won't spend an exorbitant amount of time on this review. But what did you guys think of the season finale? I thought it was really good. I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Um, <laughs> a lot yes. A lot. I would agree with that. It's just, honestly, it's just so nice every week to see these moments live up to what I experienced when I played the game. Yep. yep. Um, I'm really sad it's over, though. Yeah, I think there's a part of me, too, that I'm kind of there with you. Like, I'm, I'm pretty upset that I won't be watching it week to week. Um, but much to probably Luke's happiness and I know Easton's happiness, I'll probably, it definitely moves up my timeline to play part two, um, because I think I'm in that headspace. Uh, so I'll probably be playing that here in the coming weeks. And, uh, I don't know that emotionally I'm ready for that, but this show does a good job of really capturing the, the tone of the game as well. Um, yeah, it's going to be, going to, gonna suck not having this week to week now yeah it is it's been it's been really nice having a show that has not really missed yeah um having something that's kind of consistently it's like consistently quality like high yes. quality tv high quality writing acting the whole gambit um yeah i you know we finished that episode and i was kind of sitting there thinking about it and I'm not sure if it's because it's the last one and I'm like, I really want more or, or if my initial thought was, I really wish there was one more episode and I'm not, and not necessarily at the end of this, like past what we got, but some, something either one more before this or like the first half of this. And then, you know, a little extra fluff. I'm calling it fluff because I don't know what it would be. Um, and then the, you know, some of more fluff and then the, the last half of this episode would be the final episode. I, I don't, I don't know. Um, but that would be my only thought in terms of, I wish there was a little more. Um, 
and we can I, I think I can articulate some of that, but um having not come from the game side of things, uh I think there was there was room for a little bit more of expanded storytelling. That said, this is already a super expensive show, and I can understand why they would want to keep it at you know nine episodes versus ten from a business standpoint. Yeah. Um, but I I really liked it. It was a having having kind of a vague idea of what's going to happen. Um, I thought it was it was executed really well. Um, I really like the intro. That was new, right? You guys yeah. want to talk about how you how that intro made you feel? Yeah, with baby Ellie and made me feel horrible, <laughs> uh, in all the right ways, though, right? Is that because like, you're a father, you know? I well, that, honestly, I'm that not and a, some other things. I'm not yes. a father, and I felt not. No, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think like so. It starts, and I I was kind of like, what is this? Like, what are we doing here? What's going on? And then I recognized who it was who the actress was and i was like oh this is her role that's cool and Mm -hmm. then like you know she starts having birth or whatever and it's like oh well that's a weird way to incorporate her but i really liked it Mm -hmm. um and i think what what got me is like they used real babies and it's like oh it just made it like hit that much harder yeah because you can always tell when a baby is fake yeah so, like, when they used the real baby, I was like, oh, my gosh. American Sniper? <laughs> I was like, this is just... the most famous baby. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it just, I don't know, it made it hit really hard. And uh, I was a mess from that point on. Uh, watching it with you, like, just before we came down here. Yeah, so these guys I watched it last night. I was glad I watched night. it last night and then didn't watch it. Like, <laughs> I'm glad this wasn't the first time I was sure, watching it. Because sure, last sure. night I was not doing well. Um <laughs> That was a hard scene to watch, but I thought it was really good. And I think it's cool that it stems from a game that Neil was kind of shopping at one point mm-hmm. um, outside of Naughty Dog. Uh, obviously, Naughty Dog would have produced it, but um, another studio would have made it. And I think it's cool that he, throughout this show as a whole, he's gotten to execute some of the ideas that he left on the on the scrap table Yeah, when they were making the game, which is why more things should do stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice translating um, from games to TV or, or even movies, well, specifically TV, movies can do it, but they, they, they tend to not, is that you, you have the opportunity to incorporate storytelling moments that you, you don't in a game because a game is so mechanical, mechanically heavy, right? Like, we're doing things. It's an interactive medium, and we're going to, Give you cutscenes, yes, but then for the you know, there's quite a bit of storytelling that happens, either just audio logs or it's in dialogue, kind of in the background while you're doing things, and you know, you've already told that story. Now we get to, you know, take the bones and dress it up in some in some new clothes. Yeah, and this is incredibly, you know, similar from what you guys have been telling me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's really cool that they honor that, but also we're able to work in some new things that mm-hmm. enhance the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's Ashley Johnson, yeah, who is the voice of Ellie. I thought she was awesome. She was really good. She was really good. The a small role, but like still super impactful. Yeah, yeah. I also I have... thought it was super funny how the first word she says 
in her role was an F-bomb. <laughs> she dropped so many in the game. Like, she just drops it. It's just like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> um, I liked, you know, kind of after that opening scene, well, I guess still in that opening scene, we get a little more Marlene. I wasn't, I wasn't sure she was ever coming back. So I know you guys, having played the game, knew that she was going to be around, but that was a nice little like, oh, okay, so this is not only, you know, how Ellie becomes immune, but we're also setting up the stakes now with a new parental figure, even if, you know, that it may not have been as, as positive as something like Joel is to Ellie <laughs> later on. Um, this is how Ellie comes to be with the Fireflies, and then, you know, she'll spend... 17 years kind of with Fedra just yeah 17 14 14 I don't know look <laughs> I don't I don't know the age of people well, is Pedro Pascal 75 or 40 I don't know he's beautiful either way it's 50s <laughs> didn't he like 53 or something like that yeah. Yeah. they both say their age in the show at some point <laughs> But the Salt Lake stuff, the you know, kind of getting back to the current timeline, I like the Salt Lake City stuff. The giraffe moment was great. Um, you guys hyped that up, and it was pretty special. I can I, see, I can see why you. I think it hits a lot harder in the game though, because yeah. the, it's stretched out more. Like leading up to it is stretched mm. out, especially when you don't know it's coming. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, big time. Like there's a reason it's my favorite moment in any video game ever. Like it's not expecting it. And then out of nowhere, I'm watching an extremely sad thing, and they're petting a giraffe, and I'm over here on my couch, like, weeping. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, like, such a beautiful moment. And then you get everything that takes place in Salt Lake City, and it's just it's just an absolute emotional roller coaster. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, the giraffes. And, yeah, they said in the chat, it's a real giraffe, which, honestly, I was a little nervous <laughs> that... They'd be like, you know, a, a little, bad CGI giraffe. I don't. I don't think it'd be bad. It's just it's easier to act with a real giraffe. There is a sense of wonder with a giraffe for sure. Because let's be honest, people, giraffes are pretty lit. You they're go to awesome. the zoo and you see them, you're just like, wow, they're really tall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Chuck Norris really did that. <laughs> One of the terrible Chuck Norris jokes from my childhood. Oh dear. Um, and then we Not get, you know, I think kind of the emotional core of this episode, which is Joel talking to Ellie about Suicide. Sarah and his, yeah, attempt on his own life, mm -hmm. understanding that, you know, that scar, he, he keeps saying, like, the guy missed. Mm -hmm. The guy was him in that dark place, and, you know, I think... He, especially at the beginning of this episode, Ellie is very distant. Um, she's gone through some trauma in the last, well, this whole show, but, you know. Especially in the last one. Especially in the last episode. And um, I think Joel senses that and, you know, needs to come, not come clean, but offer her some reassurance that even if time doesn't heal all wounds, there are, you know, people who you care about that make them fade. Mm -hmm. yep. make them and they talk about fade. that in the after show. Like, the scars will fade, 
it's it's the people around you that mm. I like that little bit that Craig talked about there after the show. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a hospital, man. <laughs> yeah, the the massacre of Salt Lake City. <laughs> I was looking at a, a variety article. They shot that in a like a legitimate abandoned hospital. And I I was telling Luke, I was like, I would have hated to be the town there the location scout yeah. who was like, Hey man, go check out that abandoned hospital. Just go <laughs> uh go in there and have a little peek. Hopefully nothing kills you. Like that's that's pretty scary. But I thought it looked like the way they dressed it looked really nice. Um yeah. very akin to the game, which is mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite thing about that whole scene is just what they did with the score um, and sound as a whole, like mm-hmm. kind of sapping the sound out of what's happening, using the score more to kind of drive the emotional uh, part of that scene, as well as um, just using like little sound effects. So like the bullet casings hitting the ground, the gun popping, uh, people, you know, may- maybe pleading, the knife popping. Uh, I I just thought all that was so cool and so well done. Um, also thought Pedro Pascal was exceptional in this episode, mm-hmm. playing the the guy who's like I'm trying to convince someone that it everything's better. Yeah, while also like trying to convince himself that it's better. I I just thought he captured that really really well. And uh, yeah, man, I am still sad it's over. For now <laughs> yeah the just the whole like parking garage with marlene and the drive away with ellie just always such a really hard scene to watch because mm. you're torn like internally you're like oh man this is because you get what joel's doing like mm-hmm. yeah like you see in the first episode couldn't save his daughter and he's not letting that happen again right right but at the same time like he just murdered like 50 people <laughs> And lied to his daughter <laughs> about it. Like, well, daughter. Um, Ellie. New daughter. Hashtag um, adopted daughter. Yes. And it's just like, man, I Which get what is you're doing. Daughter. Let me make that clear. <laughs> real daughter. Like, that's that, that works. <laughs> There's no paperwork at that point in the world. So. Right, right. No, I think, you know, for me, what... I'm, I'm reading kind of in the, in the chat here, and something... Um, you know, Easton kind of talked about wanting, you know, he, he wishes they had an extra four to six episodes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a lot of episodes, but that's another season that, almost. uh, I, I would, I think that this could have used, you know, overall in the season, maybe, maybe two more episodes. I think. I think they could have used one, especially after at, at some point, I don't know when. It would have had to be after six, um, six or seven. But I think I think I want I needed. Maybe this is a fault of my own, but hear me out. I needed I needed a, a, that that trust thing with Ellie to be either tested or. Um, like he needed to have failed that once or succeeded in that to show that there is that that's a that's a really big deal to her cuz i get that at the end of this episode but it wasn't real i don't know it didn't feel real as heavy to me as 
you guys seem to have react to it, uh, reacted to it. So I don't know. That's you know, one, I think one more episode even just where they're kind of exploring that trust mechanic. Say mechanic, but <laughs> I because it is it is a storytelling mechanic, right? It's it's something between the two of them. They have been in survival mode this entire time. And I think the closest we get to it is in Jackson the first time when he lets that he lets her make a decision. And, you know, there's that because there's the the very famous and fantastically acted um, scene in the in the bedroom mm-hmm. um, where he's saying he's, you know, he's done. And. I think that's maybe the closest we we get to this theme of she needs someone to trust. And for me, that felt because of the the post-apocalyptic nature of the show, I guess to me, it always felt a little more like it's survival mode. We do what we do. We do what we have to do and less of like, oh, you're the first person I've actually been able to trust. Mm -hmm. That's me. Yeah, I disagree. That's fine. And that's fine. Because I get that in the Jackson stuff, and I also get it when he comes back to help her in uh, the, the, the diner the, yeah, when, where David had her. Yeah. As, like, a sign that, like, hey, you can make a decision, and then he, I'm, like, here for you now. Like, I'm not just going to let you. Yeah, that's like, fair. That's, to me, where the trust is, like. Solidified. Solidified. Okay. And then it kind of just gets ripped away in the next episode. Yeah. Because he's afraid to lose her. Yeah. Um, I also think you can just get into territory of filler. Yeah. No, for sure. There's that danger. And it's I I know I think JT has said he had pacing issues with it. I think you've oh yeah. Uh pacing right there. Um <laughs> Houston. I think you've said it a couple times, mainly like with episode five um in Kansas City. And I think if you draw it out more, you get a lot more of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought they did a really good job of just kind of keeping it tight. Like, we don't need to do this four times. Yeah. I, I'm satisfied with it. Good. I, don't, I don't really have any complaints. Yeah. Obviously, Brett is wrong because he hasn't played the game. No. <laughs> No, 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 no. He's, no he's my right, point of view right. comes from a place of not playing the game. So <laughs> there, I mean, there is, there's that added aspect to it where, again, but, I just have a different relationship with this material mm-hmm. than you do. But I do think, too, like what you're saying is, is a completely valid thought, right? Like, I don't feel like I'm getting this thing where Luke feels like he is getting that thing. And so, like, it just kind of speaks to media scratches everybody's itches a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's good that both of you guys kind of are on the opposite side of that. Mm-hmm. And then there's me in the middle, both literally and classic. Yeah, you know, classic Tyler hanging out in the middle. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think I think part of what helps me with that struggle, and I think is because I I have played the game, um, and I, I think there's some maybe subconsciously I fill in some gaps. From the game without even thinking about it yeah um yeah maybe and so i just like some of the things that maybe like i could see people having questions about mm-hmm. 
they don't even like cross my mind. I'm like, right. oh yeah, that's actually a good question. I would have thought I don't even think about it. So, um, and that's why I think it's interesting too having you not having played the game. Okay, where like as a whole, I guess my question for you would be as a whole, like, what did you think of the story as in its entirety? Like, it's really good. Do you understand why oh. it's viewed as one of, if not the best, like story in video games? Absolutely, like, that, absolutely, okay. Okay. absolutely. Um, I think we we got done watching it, and I think Luke had said something about being amazed that this wasn't made as a TV show first. Um, and I guess what I'd say to that, you ready to block him? No, I'll be fine. <laughs> Is no, that I'll let you guys fight? Like, yeah, it, I think it. I absolutely think it's up there for one of the best video game movies ever. Um, or video <laughs> video game stories ever. Sorry. Oh, okay. I was like, I think it's the only one that's like up there as far as video game adaptation. No, no, video game stories. <laughs> um, in terms of in terms of what it's doing emotionally, you know, mechanically, I, I can't speak to the the game side of that. But what I would say is that you know this is this kind of story, this kind of storytelling. Um, while this unique this story in and of itself is unique and very in a lot of ways, I don't I didn't think that it you know pushed boundaries in the world of TV and movies or novels. Um, <laughs> I've said that before so, about the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're not wrong. It's, it's so so nothing... my guess my guess is in you know digesting it as a game first, it probably does have a much larger impact. Yeah. Um, and why, and that's why I can see why you guys and Easton were all like, you should play the game first. Yeah. It's, it's nothing revolutionary as a story. Yeah. It's just done so yeah. well. Yeah. But it's the kind and of story you game, don't, you don't see you don't in games. Game and so, so like recently, that's why it's it really like cool. Red Dead or... Sure. Like, there um, there are more, more studios something, yeah. that are kind of pushing in those directions, uh, probably based on how well it was Fire received. <laughs> right? To, You're like, oh, we can write good video games. To kind of address like what JT's saying, being like the opposite of where I'm at. I, I get that, totally. Um, I think something I've gotten really good at doing is separating mediums, like in my mind. Um, like I read about the book being better than the movie. Right, like I read a lot of books that get turned into movies, and I think that's probably why like it's gotten so easy for me. Because like I'll read a book, and they'll be like, oh, a movie's coming out in like five years. I'm like, it'll be nothing... Nothing like what I read. And I just kind of go into it knowing that. Yeah. So the fact that this was so close is like, it's mind boggling. It's like, oh my gosh, how do they do this? Um, like my favorite book is getting adapted and coming out probably later this year. Are you very nervous about that? Oh, so nervous. <laughs> so nervous. But, but he's helping on it too. But he is. He's the showrunner. Yeah. Kind of like with Dragon. Right, Man, right. Yeah. So like, and maybe we see more opportunities like that arise now. Mm-hmm. If if because Last of Us has you know by all intents and purposes knocked it out of the park, mm-hmm. and then if Dark Matter knocks it out of the park, maybe you see opportunities like that where um, game creators who are getting their game turned into a movie will get to to lead it, or books will, will be led by their writers. You know, to some extent, um, I hope that's kind of how it goes. Yeah, yeah. I just also want to keep emphasizing, please. Stop making video game movies. <laughs> Just do make, a show. Make shows. Do a show. Unless yes. it's unless it's Halo. Yes, Corey is involved with. You know what? Let's let's show. wait five years and let's reboot. Or let's Halo. reboot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair, fair enough. Um, fair enough. Yes, yes, JT. Corey is involved with the God of War show. 
Okay, I think I, I think my favorite book series got a TV show. I wish it didn't. I'm As curious we, what it was. Yeah, yeah, Baroque. What 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 is that? Through talking, and I, I know we want to wrap this up here fairly quickly, but I, I do want to come back to what what I think of the last two episodes. I think I found. I think I I've, I've thought myself into what I'm. What I thought was either frustrating or I missed out of it. It's the majority of the last two episodes. Maybe not majority. Half of the last two episodes. They're on solo adventures. I think that maybe that's it. Maybe I just wanted more mm. but of them in the middle of that. I get why they have to have their own stuff. Mm -hmm. But that's where I think I need that half episode. One more episode in the middle where they're still where they're back together. And they're. You know, oh, maybe everything is going to be fine. Because we don't really have that everything is going to be fine moment. We have a, oh, we survived that shit. And then it's like, okay, now we're depressed. <laughs> Man, if The Last of Us 3 game ever comes out and there's a we're going to be okay moment, I'm not believing Oh, no, no, you never believe not it. for a second. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, Easton over in the chat, as lover of the game, there are definitely things I wish were different, but all in all, it was absolutely phenomenal and better than I thought it was going to be. So, all yeah, right. I think anybody who holds something like this in high, like high esteem or high regard, you're going to be nervous when it's getting adapted. I, I think yeah. that's a completely normal thing to feel. Oh, um, I was super nervous. Yeah. You know. Oh yeah, Luke talked about it like weekly <laughs> as I was approaching how nervous he was. But like, I think there's just a huge collective sigh of relief that this did so well. Yeah. I'll tell and, you what did ease all the tension for me though. A couple of weeks before last was there, and I watched Chernobyl. Yeah. And I was just like, the show's going to be pretty good. <laughs> it's a pretty good hands. So now that The Last of Us is over, if you haven't watched Chernobyl, go watch that. Please watch Chernobyl. That's me. You've still got your HBO subscription. Go watch it's, it. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Um, okay, final ratings. final ratings. ratings yeah, yeah. Where, where are you guys booyah. landing? Yeah, it's a booyah, booyah for me. I even, I'll give it a booyah. I've been the, the dissenter here for what it's worth, and I still give it a booyah. <laughs> we'll have to keep that theme going here shortly, too. Huh? <laughs> Absolutely. Always. Always. Absolutely. I love it. Oh, all right. Did Dang, you, I was did. just about to push that cancel button. <laughs> well, technically, if you cancel HBO, you still, you still have, have it. it. For the, until the next billing I mean, cycle. Unless, like, tomorrow is the, the billing, billing cycle. That's true. Date, That's true. So. Okay, well, we'll take this opportunity to... Wrap up The Last of Us, and we need to talk about The Mandalorian.